Hello there, and welcome to the movie podcast review of Obi-Wan Kenobi. My name is Daniel, and joining alongside me today are my fellow Jedis. Anthony? Hello. And Shabazz. Hello. Now, it's great to have us all three of us here for this. This has been a show that we've been waiting a very, very long time for. Uh, and it's it's so fun that we actually get to talk about it now. We get to talk about it with full-on spoilers because this episode, these two episodes that we're going to talk about today are out in the world. Uh, Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Like I woke up early in the morning to watch this. I uh, I... You know, put it you on. You went to bed early too. <laughs> I went to bed early. Then I got the message saying that you guys they came out early, and I'm like, no. And then here we are. But um, yeah, it was super excited to watch it. Very nostalgic. It's uh, it's a good time to watch TV. Today's a good day for uh, today's a, for a very good day service. for TV. Yeah. There's like there's new shows and movies coming out left, right, and center. This feels like the very first time, like pre-pandemic where it was just everything coming out all the time which was which is great uh and yeah just to to acknowledge you said earlier disney decided to release these episodes at 9 p.m pacific standard time and then 12 o'clock midnight for us here on the east coast so that was a nice surprise this is something that we've always wanted and i'm hoping that going forward this is the case because it doesn't make sense to release things at three in the morning it doesn't it's so silly uh shay how are you doing Doing good as well, man. Just uh, excited, glad we got to watch the episode. I'm really, re- really stoked. It's uh, it's so good to be back in the world of Star Wars, and it's it's been a while since we've done a Star Wars. I guess uh, we've had a Star Wars. What was the last Star Wars show we had? We had the Book of Boba Fett, which we didn't really do week to week episodes for, and then before that we had Mandalorian and obviously the Vision. So, uh, but this is this is Obi Wan Kenobi. This is even McGregor. This is something that we've been waiting for Long time. for years years decades yeah. so it's it's awesome to be back uh but as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok or letterbox and leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify join our discord and write to the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. We should change it to like hello there at the moviepodcast.ca just for the next couple of weeks to confuse people. Uh, but you can check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick you need to knows. Uh, we have lots of amazing episodes out on the feed, and May has been uh, very blessed for us with special guests as well. So we've had people like Sam Raimi and Michael Waldron and Mark McKinney and Dave Foley and Devin Okoda and Akiva Schaefer join us this month. Uh, of any of those names excites you, hopefully all of them do. Uh, go check out the movie podcast feed on YouTube, uh, on whatever podcast feed you listen to, because there's such great conversations we have with them. And we have a lot more planned for June. So hopefully uh, the craziness doesn't stop. We're going into the summer movie season. So it's going to be a really fun time. And we're so happy to have you here. Uh, also, we have lots of great reviews out. Uh, Anthony said at the top of the show, there is so much to listen to and watch this week. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is out today. Stranger Things Volume 4 is... Uh, sorry, Season four, volume one is out today. And obviously, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we're talking about. Uh, and there's so much more to watch and, and to to go through. So uh, thank you for being here with us. And we can't wait to talk about it. But today is all about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, the show, like we said, this show has been a long time coming. We're going to be talking about the first two episodes today 
full into spoilers uh, and just to get a kind of a, an idea of where the show is taking place. This is taking place 10 years after the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. So right the, the last time we saw Anakin becoming Darth Vader and we saw Obi-Wan kind of go into exile. This is where the show is taking place. And this is where we're picking up right from where we left there. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to Shay. I want your first reactions for the show, Shay. And you and I were watching it last night. Uh, and again, it was weird. We were watching it at the time we were because of the, the time swap they did very late in the game. Hopefully they'll give us more warning next time. If they do decide to do something like this, because it was like an hour before they decided to, to switch it up on us. So yeah, Shay, please take it away. What are your first thoughts on uh, the episodes? And we'll kind of go into a bit more into spoilers. Yeah. I mean, it was a, uh, it was a great, great start. I loved the, you know, the recap of the prequel films. I think that was a great way to kind of kick off the show because it, it felt very, it, it felt like they paid respect to the to this prequels in, in such a yeah. way where you know the the prequels were never loved and now they are getting some love and it's happy to see that that's kind of going the way that it is um, and then the show kind of just kicks off. I mean, it it, it I felt like it didn't really skip a beat. It didn't spend too long. My my fear was we'd spend like two or three episodes with Obi Wan just being an old man in a in a cave on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. because um, you know if if I've learned anything from the book of Boba Fett, the, the you didn't, they didn't have enough story to tell and they kept pushing every episode. Um, whereas it felt like here, you know, you spent the right amount of time, it moves on to the next point, to the next point, and you you kept like you're engaged the whole time. So I really enjoyed it. I mean, Ewan McGregor is back in the back in his old cloak, and he you can tell that this is an Obi Wan that that's that's kind of moved on from the life because he has to, and he doesn't want to go back to that life yet. And uh, it's a uh, it's it's really cool to see all the I, again I don't want to get to the spoilers yet until we we're all fully discussing them but just the small things like seeing Luke that we saw in the trailer you know Uncle Owen and then just kind of walking around this, the town and it, it's 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 very cool we get introduced to Benny Safdie pretty quickly as well his his character yeah. and uh, you know it's always it's always fun to kind of see him pop up places but uh, no this was a, this was a really really first two episodes are really good I, I love where it's going. I really love that this show like immediately establishes that uh yes this is like what you were mentioning Shay we have a 5 minute you know kind of a catch up on the prequel films and it was such a well edited piece of like uh, like a short before the the show i'm like damn like this this reminded me like of a marvel legends you know like the marvel legends show where they're like here's all the things you need to know it's like they put everything in the very beginning of this episode and it was so well cut together. And then we, and then it, it leads right into like to the events of order 66 mm-hmm. um, and a very just harrowing and dark moment, obviously within the star Wars universe um, to see like these kids, you know, kind of doing their thing. And then all you see all these stormtroopers coming uh, and then it, immediately we're, we're introduced to Obi-Wan and Ian McGregor's back and he just, immediately he just feels so good in the role again like he is obi-wan kenobi for so for for the for a lot of people right and uh this the prequels like you said Shay, have been getting so much love now and star wars celebration is happening right now and that you know you're seeing people talk about it and you're seeing them talk about it on stage saying how like you know social media wasn't out back then we didn't we only saw like the negative reception to the prequels and now they're such loved pieces of films and uh, and and media now and that's just because the kids who grew up loving it are now old enough to talk about it and to kind of share that. And it's just funny seeing 
uh, Hayden Christensen and, and Ian McGregor just having such a good time with it. Right. And Ian McGregor immediately falls back into that role. He feels so good. He brings such a weight and depth to the character. Um, and I love just seeing how mundane his life now is because he feels cut off from the force. He feels cut off from the world. He wants to talk to Qui-Gon, but he's not there. He knows Liam Neeson doesn't like uh, being on TV shows. He's only <laughs> going to be in movies. So he's not going to show up. Uh, but it's just, it's just so funny seeing the world that uh, we're seeing like, it's not funny it's just it's just so cool being back in that world um and just seeing how mundane his day-to-day life is before you know before the action kicks up anthony what's your first reaction to the first two episodes before we dive into spoilers yeah uh i just like you guys said the recap was probably one of the best parts of of those two of the first episode because it's just it's so well paced and it's so well edited and even the score behind it just made it like a serious feeling that you know I haven't watched the prequels in so long and it was a good recap getting into um into the first episode but yeah the first and second episode really really well done um I like the first one more just because it was longer and it was a lot of story building and a lot of just understanding where Obi-Wan has been all this time living right. this we'll say assembly life assembly line of life that he's gotten into and um there's a lot of things I didn't know that he's been doing, like, for instance, just working a day-to-day job and then cutting fish and... Yeah, cutting giant fish. Cutting giant fish. But, dude, there's these, these inquisitors that come in and it just makes it so much serious in terms of what is going to happen in the next four episodes after this. Um, but, yeah, I really, really, really dug it. I, I think... I, the only thing I wish the second episode had was more time. I think there, I think these episodes an hour long should be enough um, in terms of storytelling. But it's just nice to see these these guys back, like especially Ewan McGregor and just playing Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, he just hits and, it right on the mark. Like he never left. He does, and he plays him and in it, an older fashion too. Like you know, he does. He's, He's different than what he is, but his cockiness, because Obi-Wan always, Obi-Wan always had this cockiness to him, like, yeah, he's a little, little bit like, better than you in a sense, because, uh, yeah. but he's still there, but, you know, he's, he's just an older dude. And, and it's just, and it is funny too, seeing like Joel Edgerton come back as like yeah. Uncle Owen and like to seeing these characters established from like the prequel films all coming back and these films now and these shows and we've seen this with Mandalorian and we've seen this with the Book of Boba Fett. We're really seeing the perfect kind of bridging between uh, Star Wars or one is another one of just bridging between what the original trilogy kind of looked like and what the prequel trilogy was. And I think that's so much due to uh clone wars and rebels and like that era of star wars because that that is where so much there's more hours of storytelling in clone wars and rebels and all of that put together than there is in in bad batch than there are in on the actual movie sides right so it's cool seeing now oh we're seeing like you know a third sister and we're seeing inquisitors and these are characters that we really never saw in live action before right we're seeing like this this lore of star wars really coming to um coming to fruition 
on the show side now because you're able to tell these stories. You have such a wealth of stories to pull from and you're able to tell something really cool. Um, and it's amazing because I think when we look back to our favorite episodes of Mandalorian, Deborah Chow was at the center of them. And now she is at the center of the series directing all six episodes of the series. Uh, let's get into some spoilers now. So who do we get introduced to in this very first episode? No, no other than a very young princess Leia. And I think, I don't think any of us really saw that coming that this show is kind of turning into another, a little bit of a, a last of us feeling show where it's like, here's a, an old grizzled character who's been kind of cut off from the world. And now he has this young companion that he has to save and has to kind of navigate the rest of the world with. Were you, were any of you expecting this? Shay, no. I'll start with you. No, no, not at all. Right. Right. When that moment happened, like right when we cut to Alderaan and you know, you see this, young girl getting dressed up and the hair is being done. I'm like, no, we're going to see princess Leia. Like, Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. And then it cuts to, you know, the little fake out that we get. And, and it Oh God, I was going. laughing so hard, so man. Hard. I was like, why does Leia look like that? Yeah, so hard. And I was like, I was like, wow, like this, this is what this show's about. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that, that connective tissue is really what made me feel even more like this show is acknowledging everything that's kind of happened before and after. Right. Sometimes you get afraid that, you know, shows like this, they'll kind of take a route and they'll take a story that's super, you know, far-fetched or a little bit further out from what we might have known personally. Right. Uh, but no, this show embraces that and it, it kind of goes right into the point of like, yes, it, this, this is obviously Princess Leia because obviously she existed in that time and, you know, he knows her father and so on and so forth. So you, the buy-in for what the story is, is immediate. And I think that's what made the show so much more captivating for me is I didn't have to worry too much about, oh, how is that she connected? No, I believe it. Like this is, this is totally possible. And then you're good to go from there. And it's cool. It was cool seeing Jimmy Smith as well too, coming back and, and, playing bill organa because he's just he's just so good he was so good mm -hmm. in the prequels we saw a little bit of him in rogue one and now he's back to play this character it also it also now puts in perspective this the friendship aspect of ben and leia and how they became friends you know this is what right. leads to episode four so they 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 know each other right we we know they they know each other but how do they know each other this is how they right. know he he helped her you know get away from these kidnappers it was surprising to 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 me for her to be such a a pivotal part of the actual series or the first two episodes at least um and it was also nice to see Alderon for the first time really like we really don't get to see it as much you know it explodes no. and maybe there's a couple of sequences but we we get to see really what that city or that planet looks like um with its buildings and it's kind of like hybrid of of nature and and tech combined yeah um yeah that, it was fantastic i think little little leia does a fantastic job just like being her mom in a sense yes. like young padme as well as being leia that we know of her to become yeah and there's that there's that moment so i, I want to give shout out specifically to the actress so vivian lira blair who plays a young version of carrie fisher's um princess leia she is so good um and she's younger like so uh, i'm seeing here that she's actually nine so in the show she's 10 um and i love that because she's so small in the show but what she's like the way she talks and everything is just so uh, advanced for her years and i yeah, love how mature. they have that little ex that mature i love how they have that little exchange where he, he, like uh, obi-wan's like how old are you and she's like 10 he's like you don't sound 10 <laughs> she's like thank you 
it just it just really it's just really funny because like these are lines and her her mannerisms are what you could see growing into the princess leia that we knew that carrie fisher's princess leia it's so it's just so well done so the events of episode one really are you know we have a young princess leia who uh, is on like a with her family at like i guess like a like a a political whatever events going on and she kind of runs away just to be away from it because she doesn't want to be part of that world and then she gets kidnapped and that sends bill organa to reach out to obi-wan uh, obviously knowing each other from the prequel era uh it's like saying hey we need to find her can you you're the only one i trust with this and it turns out to all be a, a, a kind of a bait uh, set up by the third sister because she's been wanting to hunt Obi-Wan, right? And she knew that by stealing Leia, he would go after her. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where these first two episodes really, you know, um, set up for the rest of the season. Now, we know that the the season's going to be six episodes, so now we have four episodes to kind of tell of our story at this point. Uh, some other really great moments. I think even McGregor back on this role, as we were saying, he's just so good. There's just like that he like i feel like he it's just so natural for him to be this character and it just felt like when you know when he's just having those moments talking to leia and then you know even when she's running away from him because she doesn't trust him he's like he's trying to stay reserved and not show his jedi abilities but also just um he just feels like obi-wan kenobi it's amazing can i say something leia outrunning all these people is the funniest thing it's like she's yeah she's so small she has little legs just grab her man there's a chance <laughs> like literally really, grab her <laughs> yeah that part confused me i'm like because like it almost felt like they slowed down a little bit like they'd be yeah. like <laughs> yeah. oh, no there's branches in the way and i'm like <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then when they when they have her captured and then like she calls out her droid. I'm like, they didn't pat her down. Like this is no, they didn't pat her the down. Worst smugglers I've the, ever seen the, in my life. The oh, droid yeah. with the little saw hand. She's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I was dying at that. It was just like, like a little, little, the little saw comes out. Yeah. It was a cool looking droid that looked like a ladybug. Kind of yeah, reminded yeah, me of a ladybug. Yeah. Lola, um, Lola the droid. Yeah. And then yeah, so we're on this new planet. What do you guys remember the planet that we are on for the second episode? I'm blanking on it now. It starts with a D. Dine. Someone's Dad, yelling it right now. Dave? Yeah. yeah. Something could be. Could be. Uh but yeah, it's it's again, I love being on planets like this that rem- that are just so, you know, grimy in their cities and uh it's cool. I like that because for I feel like for so much of Mandalorian and for so much of Book of Boba Fed, we're hanging out on Tatooine or we're in places where it's just a lot of sand. So it's like, oh, this feels like a, a better variety. And this looks a lot more like the places we saw in the prequels, right? Where they're like these grand cityscapes and everything like that. Uh, we're introduced to Kamal Al-Nanjiani's character in this episode as well, too, who is a fake force wielder that he's, I guess, doing it to make money and to, uh, to, to survive. Cool people and to survive. Yeah, it was cool. What'd you guys think of seeing him in the Star Wars world? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, you know, he, Kumail, Kumail, I love watching Kumail and anything, obviously, but it was just nice to see that his character was this morally ambiguous character. Like, you didn't know really where he was going to be going. Um, right. Is he, is he really a bad guy? Or, like, I was afraid that, you know, initially when when it starts off with that that family that he's, you can tell that it's, he's faking it. Right. I was afraid, like, oh, my God, is his family in trouble or is he just swindling them? So, I mean, he mm-hmm. definitely right. saved his family, but he also took money from it. So, there's this fine line of, well, you're living on a criminal planet, so I guess right. you're still helping people. So, okay. Like, it's really survival. And at the end of the day, like, 
it is what it is. Like you, you got to do what you got to do to survive. So, right. Yeah, it seems. It, was, like, it seems like he was just doing it to help, but you know, help himself as well. But there is an underlying well, yeah. like compassion to what he's doing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see. So I can't wait to see more lightsabers in the show. So we did get to see a bunch of uh, some prequel fights earlier in the. Obviously, in episode one, we saw we had the flashback to the events of Order sixty six. We see these kids escaping. I'm wondering if we're going to, you know, connect back with these kids at some point in the show, I'm assuming we will. Um, but there's also, yeah, there's a lot going on in the beginning. And then we see like, obviously third sister, she has her lightsaber and the inquisitor has his. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny, like seeing like these characters who used to be Jedis and now they're, you know, they've turned to the dark side. Now they're right. hunting Jedis. Uh, this episode very much ends in a spot where, there's like okay you the show should now go full steam ahead right like it's like you have four episodes now to tell this story you have like two hours left basically to tell your story over two hours to tell your story you could i hope it turns into something really epic and big and uh i guess what are your your guys's wishes for the rest of the show at this point because i just want to see i know that we've been told there's gonna be some great lightsaber fights but i'm just dying to see lightsaber fights at this point (laughs) i just want to see that so bad for me, I, there was, there's a lot that was revealed to me that I, I wasn't aware of, or maybe I just didn't have the, uh, like the insight of, of where the story was going, but Obi-Wan not knowing Anakin's alive. And I know that sounds strange, Yeah, like even him not knowing he's alive and him being haunted by his friend's death and now realizing it, it just made more sense. It, it brought me back to Ahsoka learning of Anakin still alive in, in uh, yes. Rebels. It just is this shock that, oh my God, he's still around and he is Darth Vader, you know? Right. So that, that point, that, that, that feeling you and really like feels at that moment, it's, it seems like he needs to go and settle this. Like this is, this is where he has to go and end whatever has happened in the past and completely end it. Right. And we see a little bit of the picture. There's a picture of a, when you go into Disney Plus, there's a almost like a, a fight sequence of of them meeting for the first time in a long time. Right, almost looks like a western uh, with their lightsabers out. But um, yeah, like I, I know there's going to be huge, huge lightsaber duel between the two. But I think my story is where does these characters like Leia and Luke land at the end of it and that's yeah. what's interesting to me like i just want to see where they go there's also the story with the third sister it seems like obi-wan did something to her her family at some point you know right. like there's some sort of vengeance she wants on him not yeah. just to get him to vader it's something that she's looking for so right and I'm curious too if we're going to see like Cal Kestis, who is the protagonist of the the Jedi Fallen Order games as well too, because that game also takes place right after the events of Order sixty six. It's all within this time frame, so it's possible that he could show up. I don't know, maybe. I mean, that would be a cool bridging between the shows and the and the games that we've seen. But I, what I really love about the show is that there really was a bait and switch where we saw Luke in the trailers. Um, but I don't think anyone, unless you were really kind of looking into maybe leaks or to spoilers, were expecting uh, Leia to, you know, for this show to kind of become, you know, the, like quote, the last of us in space. You know what I mean? But Shay, what about you? What are you looking forward to most with the rest of the show? You know what? That that ending sequence of finally getting to see 
um, what looked like if you peel back uh, a chicken McNugget and you just see the inside oh my of it, God, that's kind of what the, <laughs> you know Hayden Christensen looked like in that floating in that uh, oil bat. And I was yeah. like, oh, here we go, like. That, that breathing kicked in. I'm curious. I'm, what I'm really curious about is, you know, are we going to have Hayden Christensen try to emulate a voice or is this going to be James Earl Jones's voice um, or something else completely different? Like, have they found a way to, like, replicate that through AI or other voice actors? Because I'm curious how they're going to go about this because the breathing is on point, but that you can obviously do with the technology we have today. Um, but I just, I want to see some great confrontations. I want to see some great lightsaber fights. Uh, but again, I, I, I love where this is going right now. It, it is... It is a bit shocking to hear that, yeah, there's only about, you're right, roughly two hours of story left. Uh, how are they going to wrap this up while still trying to tell a big space opera? So um, mm-hmm. right. I, I'm curious. I, I'm, I really, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I, and I can't now wait to see the big, ba- big battle. And it's, you know, it's funny, we say like, you know, there's over just over two hours left, but it's like where the sh- movies have always just been that, and I feel like they've done so much to tell a complete story so i'm really hoping that this show is able to really stick its landing i think it's so strong out the gate and i hopefully think um the best episodes are only in front of us and with deborah chow at the helm you know canadian hero at this point for star wars uh, i think we're in a really good spot so i'm really looking forward to uh talking about this next week with you guys next wednesday because we don't luckily we don't have to wait a whole week we just have to wait until wednesday to get the next story uh any other final thoughts before we wrap up our thoughts and review for episodes one and two of obi-wan all right all right, forever hold your peace. Thank you so much again for listening to our spoiler-filled review of Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes one and two. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. We'll be back together this Monday, the three of us talking about all the news because there is so much this week, especially from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, look forward through uh, throughout the week for all of our review episodes and interviews uh, because we have a lot more coming. And make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and letterbox and don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify discord uh and write into the show at hello at the movie you could check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next 